It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. All right. Thank you so much for starting to join us. Again, I'm going to encourage you um, to get on maybe five minutes before so when we get started, um, you can get all of the information. And tonight in particularly, uh, and, and I don't know if I'll do it again if the Holy Spirit reminds me, um, I'll read it again. But TalkShoe sent me some information about T-Mobile and Metro PCS. They have started charging folks when they get on these kind of calls one cent per minute. So that would wind up being 60 cent for Bible study. I think it's worth it. Um, however, folks who normally don't want to pay uh, anything, and this is a free, I guess it's the pod. I don't know if they call this the podcast, but um, – Oh, you know what? Podcast may just be after we record it. So the live recording is cool, but if you pull it up and listen to it again, they would charge you um, one cent per minute, 60 cent for an hour program. Um, again, it's not much, but um, I just want to make you aware. If you're accustomed, and I know I have heard some folks that uh, pull it up the next day or pull it up during the week and listen to it, uh, if you're T-Mobile or Metro PCS, they are now charging customers, and we've just had some reports of, of being charged one cent per minute. Okay, um, we're going to get started. We're going to go right back into uh, where I, I think that's where we left off, and I apologize. We've had some challenges with um, the last few weeks, and it looks like the 17th, uh, September the 17th, da, 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 that's October, get on the right month, Seven, the 17th, 24th, I was out of town, so this is the 31st. It looks like we only missed one, one, um, one week, so we're going to get back on track, and we're going to pick up, I believe, where um, we left off, but if I do a little bit of recap uh, on page 57, and then we're going to move on. Uh, I got one of my favorite words in the night in the in the lesson tonight, and I think do we have it twice? Nope, I think it's once. Um, but I really want to again deal with this thing: the mind. Uh, the word is meditation. Uh, it's what you meditate on. It's what you're thinking about. It's what you're pondering. It can be detrimental, or it can be, I mean, tremendously inspiring if you meditate on the right thing. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you. We praise you. We bless your name. We honor you for being such an awesome God. Father, there is none like you, and we thank you. We say hallelujah to your name, for you are worthy to be praised. Father, have your way on our Bible study tonight, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Um, we are again studying in the book, Becoming a Prayer Warrior by Elizabeth Ells. Um, and we're on page 57. This particular area, uh, when I think this the, the, is different types of prayer, chapter 3, and we're into <clears throat> the, sec the section that's called confession. This area is confession. So we dealt with uh, Thanksgiving application. Now we're in confession and forgiveness, and, and on tonight, we're going to deal with confession. I've said it over and over again. I don't know if you've done it, and we're going to talk about this thing called application tonight. Um, you've got to have that person that you can confess. And I meant when you confess it, um, I was sharing with someone, I think of us today, and it's important, excuse me, it's important for you to know that once something is revealed to you um, 
and then particularly you didn't know it was wrong, once, once it's revealed that it is wrong, it doesn't line up with the word that you confess it and get that thing out of your life. Why? Because it's going to hinder you. And, and, and the worst thing you could ever see is a person that is frustrated with God, and it's their fault that the things that God has put in place to work for the believer is not working for them because they fail to do it God's way. Now you want to try to come up with reasons why God does not work, why God is not real. Well, if you did it God's way and you were genuine, and again, if it can sink down to the level of your heart. Now I'm talking about your deep thoughts. I'm talking about what you really think, not what you tell other people all the time, but what you really, really think deep down inside, that God is true. Listen, a lot of your peace is going to come from it sinking down to the level of your deep thoughts, your heart, and you really start to know God is in control and you're going to be okay. No, this is all going to work out. No, it looks really, really ugly. It looks black. It looks dark. It looks terrible. But guess what? It's going to all work out for your good, all right? If you look there, if you look there, thank you, God. If you look there on page 57, we talked about it, and I think it's worth um, uh, mentioning again where uh, the, the scripture is quoted, First uh, John, or written, First John chapter 1, verse number 9, once an area of darkness, and, it, and before that scripture, there's a paragraph right above it. It's right up under, uh-oh, I heard something. Okay, more people. Thank you, Jesus. All right, folks, if you could, um, and I think someone told me, star six. I think it's star six. If you could star six, then I won't have to come back over and mute you. When you come online, just star six. Now, I'm going to mute a couple of folks now, see if it works. Amen. Okay, great. Oh, boy. All right, looks like we're running into the challenge because I'm seeing. Star six, thank you. There you go. Star six, star six, there you go. Thank you. Star six will actually mute mute the line for you, and then that way I won't hear the feedback. The feedback's when I hear it come out my phone, then I know somebody's on the line without being muted. So let's, again, get into this area of um, right under Psalm 26, Verse uh, 2 and 3, under that, it starts reading on page 57 in my book. It says, once an area of darkness has been brought to the light of God's word and repented of, don't look back. And I remember talking about, again, the different people in the Bible who looked back, and, and, and by them looking back, um, in Luke nine nine sixty two, Luke nine sixty two, and Jesus said unto him, No man having put his hand to the plow and looking back, uh, it says no backward looks in in the Message Bible. Jesus said no procrastination, no backward looks. In the, in the Amplify, it says, no one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back. That means to be the, watch this, to the things left behind. And I hope you realize that that's not just in the physical, it can be in the mental. Many times you're going to find out what challenges a person is that they stay in the past. You had an extramarital affair. You uh, uh, did some young ladies wrong as a child. You were very promiscuous as a child, and you let all of these guys have their way with you. And here it is now that you're on the right track, and you're believing in God, and you're trying to move forward. The challenge is you keep living in the past. Here it is. Oh, listen to this. This, to me, this gives your past power when you say, yes, it was wrong, I shouldn't have done it, but boy, it felt good. And then you start to reminisce, watch this, in a very positive way or in a celebratory way, thank you, Holy Ghost, in, in, in your past. Listen, my past is my past, and you've got to develop the posture of saying what you understand, good God Almighty, when you understand that what God says is evil, it's evil. Well, I enjoyed it, though. Listen, it's evil. 
and I never want to experience it again. And when the enemy tries to bring it to my mind, I not only for myself, but I teach others that guess what? You better learn to hate what God hates. And when I look back, I wish it never happened. Oh, but you you can't, you got to say, I bet you you can say that there was some good nights or when you was drinking, oh, that high, that was a good high. Listen, I hate what God hates. And if I'm not at that level on that particular thing, I'm striving for it. That's got to be your goal. If not, Christianity is going to be hard for you. That was Luke chapter 9, verse 62. Don't look back. In Genesis nineteen twenty-six, Genesis nineteen twenty-six, you know what it says. And Lot's wife looked back. Watch this. Genesis nineteen twenty-six. And again, some folks, that's where they stay. They stay looking behind. They stay in the past. They stay celebrating what they used to do. But his wife looked back from behind him, and she became a pillar of salt. Watch this. Amplify. It says, and Lot's wife from behind him foolishly, longingly. Good God Almighty. Thank you, Amplified. Thank you, Amplified, for making it foolishly. Now, again, if you're not calling it foolish, then you are sitting there giving the enemy power, giving him impact into your spirit, man, by, again, looking back at what used to happen and not looking at it the way God looks at it. God says in his word that it's better, it's obedience is better than sacrifice. It's better for you to do what I'm telling you to do. Listen, you're going to suffer the consequences, and the consequence was what? That she turned into a pillar of salt. Looking back foolishly, longingly, look back towards Sodom in an act of, the, the Amplified Version, this is not Pastor Shepherdson, disobedience. God said it's obedience is better than sacrifice. And she became a pillar of salt. So looking back, listen, living in the past, and you have got to hate it with a passion. You've got to fight that thing. When it comes up, listen, pray, I guarantee you, it'll work for you like it worked for me. When the enemy keeps bringing up a particular thing, then you begin to pray for that thing, pray for that person, pray for that act. Pray for it. And when you start to, listen, they bring up how you used to drink and you used to get drunk. And, and matter of fact, you enjoyed it. You enjoy getting drunk. And the next thing you know, you begin to do warfare on behalf of people who are still wrestling. You don't even drink anymore. But here it is. You are tormented. Good God Almighty. You are tormented by the past of something that you used to do. Keep it moving. When, when a sin has been dealt with, no, this is this is the power, and this is why again, when when we get to that area of meditation, it's so very important that you ruminate, that you ruminate this thought in your mind, that you roll it over and over and over in your head. When you know that that it has been dealt with, then you have to know that the power of Jesus's blood covers it. Now, again, if you are wondering if the blood covers it, it's not helping you. If you are wondering, if you are skeptical, if you are contemplating, I wonder if, 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 is there a chance that it could not? Then let me tell you something. It's not. Why? Because it says confess with your mouth and believe, not think about, not contemplate, not wonder. If you confess with your mouth and wonder with your heart, if you confess with your mouth and think about it, with your heart. No, it's got to be assured Jesus' blood, the blood that he shed on that cross, that was special blood. I'm not talking about the blood of a regular human being that spills out onto the ground. And again, it does nothing for anybody else. I'm talking about the blood of Jesus. And if you, again, can't get with it, then you're never going to be set free. You're going to always wrestle. You're going to always have this challenge. I am cleansed from every sin. Why? Because I'm asking God every day, forgive my debt as I forgive my debtors. Forgive my sins. Wash me. Cleanse me. Take that second shower. You take one in the water and one in the blood. Father, please forgive me in the name of Jesus. 
Now, again, that's just my heart. I, I like to add please in there sometimes. Sometimes I may just say, Lord, forgive me. But most of the time I'm saying, Father, please forgive me. Thank you for that awesome sacrifice. Sorry that I sinned again. And what happens with the believer is that they know. Watch what it says here in the book. Jesus' blood covers it and that the Lord does this, refuses to remember it. Don't try to bring up the past sins that have already been covered by the blood. The Lord has buried them in the depths of the what? The sea. And they are forgotten. And, and here it is. You, you are uh, um, acknowledging the awesome power of God. And because God is so awesome and he is so magnificent and he has, what is it? He is omniscient. That means he's all-knowing. Then that means, well, my sin, then my sin, then he knows that I did that. And boy, man, back in the day, and back in the day, and I used to do, and I just, no, when you got to know God, and you got to know that he is true to his word, and when he says it is gone, that it is in the depths of the sea, and that he has forgotten, God has the capability of uh, using that blood from a confessed mouth and a believing heart to wash it away. And let me tell you something. Um, even one time I was making some mop water at the job, and, and I took this cleansing, cleansing agent, and it was blue, and I poured it in the water. All the water turned blue. Then I took some bleach, and I poured that in the water. Well, not only was the cleansing agents magnified in their power, but the bleach was stronger in the components. Thank you, Holy Ghost. In the, in the chemical makeup of it, that the bleach not only will clean the dirt, but it also cleaned the blue out of the other cleaning agent. So this power in the blood, you got to understand, not only, thank you, God, not only does it have the capability of washing your sins away, but it has also the capability of washing it from the mind of God. He forgets it. The problem is, do you? See, and again, Pastor, where are you going with this? What is this session about? This is my first time on the call. We're talking about prayer. We're talking about doing spiritual warfare. And you, you really got to understand that the entire Bible, uh, it really is all about us being able to have power in the Holy Ghost to do what we need to do in the spiritual realm, which is pray, communicate with God, and to do spiritual warfare against the spiritual wickedness in high places. The whole Bible, it gives us ammunition to do the two things that we need to do. And, and all of your salvation and things of that nature, again, putting you and posturing you in a position to do warfare, to stay clean, to stay on your toes, to stay spiritually ready to do warfare. And what we wind up doing is wasting a lot of our time instead of doing the warfare that we're supposed to be doing. Here you are rehearsing your past. Here you are reciting what's going on in the world. And that's not your job. I was having a conversation just the other day, and a gentleman was bringing up about how many crooked preachers. And, I mean, there's a lot of crooked preachers, and they're getting rich off of the believers. Some of the people cannot afford to give what they're given. And by faith, they are really trying. They're saying, and some of them don't even have faith, and they're trying to do it just by money. They're almost doing this thing like the Powerball or the, or the Mega Millions, and, and, and you're, you're putting your money down and hoping that your number comes out. Listen, if you ever pay money, for one, you don't give it to the church, you don't give it to a man, you give it to God, and that really puts the emphasis on it because the sacrifices that people made were always to God. Thank you, Holy Ghost. The sacrifice is always to God, and you've got to get it right in your mind. I'm not giving nothing to Mount Enon Missionary Baptist Church. I'm not giving nothing to First Baptist Church. I'm not giving nothing to uh, uh, Matthew's Memorial. I'm not giving nothing to these churches. To the cathedral. No, I'm not giving nothing. I give everything I give, everything I do, the beginning of my goals, at the top of my goals page, at the top of my, watch this, five-year plan. The very first thing is I do all to the glory of God. Everything I'm doing is to the glory of God. If it's not to the glory of God, I don't want to do it. By me, watch this, by me getting wealthy 
If it's not going to help God, I don't want to be wealthy. Why? It's not going to help the long, watch this, the long-term goal. My long-term goal, excuse me, has a lot to do with things that are not even going to happen on this world, on this earth. When this, watch this, when this corruptible puts on incorruption, people still talking about walking around heaven. You don't walk around heaven. You don't have an earthly body. You're not married and giving in marriage. You've got to read your word, and, it, and to my understanding, unless you can bring up a scripture about people being reunited in heaven and loved ones seeing one another, I'm not going to see nobody. And it's not going to be about me seeing anybody. It's going to be about me having fellowship with God and doing, again, those things that God has for us to do in, in heaven. And, again, this is about him revealing himself. I hope you hear me tonight. This is about you having fellowship and having a relationship with God in heaven. And like the Bible says now, you, you're going to see him. When we get caught up to meet him in the air, we're going to be like him. This earthly body, this tabernacle, this clay, this dust, this dirt, that's gone. And don't say it because, see, again, this is what contaminates us. you saying stuff because somebody else said it. I'll see you again. Patting on grave, on caskets and stuff. I'll see you again. Where does that say? This, help me. I'm not, again, I'm not criticizing you. I'm saying, please show me in the word where you're going to see your loved ones again. And it's really not about that. It's really about you being in the spiritual condition, and I hope you understand also that it says we are one body. So this is like me being the finger saying I'm going to see the eyeball. Why? Because when this spiritual body get caught up and we all become one unit, like I always use the transformers, and when the transformers connect to one another, they become one big transformer. Somebody on the line don't know what a transformer is. It's those little robot cars. And the robot cars turn into from a car to a robot and then back into a car or a truck. Well, sometimes, and, and I forgot what they call it, it may be Megatron. I don't know if it's Megatron, but they can all come together. That's why the body says you've got to be careful when you're sitting there talking about another believer. Because you're literally, your mouth is talking about your foot. Man, the foot, my foot is so stupid. You know what dumb thing my foot did the other day? You know what my hand did? My hand. Hold on. Why are you talking about your hand? Couldn't you, watch this, couldn't you help your hand? Your hand, yes, your hand did get burnt by fire, but you sat there and watched. Good God Almighty, help us, Lord. You sat there and watched it burn. Aren't you the eyes? Mouth, why are you talking about it? Why didn't you blow on it? There's things that you can do for the body that you're not doing. Why? Because you're talking about it. You have got to get in a posture where you use the spiritual weapons that God has given you to fight against the enemy. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Watch this. The next word, I, I'm going to read this phrase again, and then I'm going to hit that word. It says, the Lord has, what, buried them in the depths of the sea, and they are, what, forgotten. Somebody say forgotten. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Meditate. Here we go. Meditate instead on the following scriptures. And that's what we're getting ready to go into tonight. We're just going to go over a couple of, a few scriptures. But again, this thing called meditation, I want to take time. I pray that you do your research. Meditation is so very powerful. I don't know if I brought it up before, but I'm going to tell you tonight that many times your body, your body will receive its healing if you would meditate. If you would learn to meditate. The only reason that I'm still getting up three, two and three times a night Guess what? <clears throat> because God refuses to hear my prayer. And, I, and, I, and I'm sorry. It's not that he refuses to hear it. He says, no, son, my grace is sufficient. You've got to keep dealing with that. Because all this within me, I'm telling you, i got a bottle of water right here, some Deer Park water. This is spiritual superpower water. I'm about to drink some. With that swallow right there, in the name of Jesus, I realize that there is enough power 
in the spirit of God that by that water I just drank, as I feel it going down through my body, bam, I am healed in Jesus' name. By your stripes, I believe it, that you use this water, thank you, God, as a healing agent. And just like the medicines that the doctors give, that water can heal my body. So I, I meditate on it. I'm healed. I'm holding. I'm strong. And God says, no, son, my grace is sufficient. Now, I have not heard him say my grace is sufficient, so if he would have said my grace is sufficient, then I wouldn't even be saying I'm healed, I'm whole, I'm strong for that particular thing anymore. Wouldn't even be saying it. Why? Because God said you're going to have to deal with it. But in a, in a nutshell, he may not say that his grace is sufficient, but I'll tell you one thing, he has not healed me in that area, miraculously. And if you don't believe in miraculous healings, then again, you've got to go back to the drawing board and understand what you tapped into when you confessed with your mouth and believed in your heart. You've got to go back to the drawing board and realize that not only are you confessing and believing in your mouth for the power of God to move in your life to remove sin, but you are able to receive all of the benefits. Thank you, God. All of the benefits that he says you're supposed to have as a believer. Look back at Deuteronomy chapter 28, and you will see that there's a long list of things that you are receiving as a believer. You've got to activate. You Listen, don't take just part of the insurance policy. Take all of it. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Here you go. Meditation is so very important. Watch this. One of the scriptures that I like to look at when we're looking at meditation is um, Psalms, Psalm number one, chapter chapter one, verse number two. What does it say? And watch this. I'm going to show you this modern spelling. I think it's modern spelling. Tyndale. All right, so we've got modern spelling, Tyndale, Coverdale, dash Coverdale. All right, Tyndale, dash Coverdale. Listen to what it says. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, the law of the Lord, and in his law will he exercise himself. So this is not, let me tell you something, for you to just be able to quote scripture right at the right time or something that applies to a situation is nothing. Just because you know it, but you exercise yourself in it. If you're not exercising, you're just wasting time. You're blowing smoke. You're pushing air around. That's noise pollution. You're talking, but ain't nothing happening. As a believer, you've got to realize that you've got power in your mouth, and that's why you watch what you say. That's why you discipline yourself on the things that you say. Why? Because my mouth has power, and I just can't say any old thing out of it. Because the things that I say come to pass in the name of Jesus. And if they don't come to pass, then I realize God super rules. Watch this. He rules and super rules. He super rules over the decision I've made that I'm not going to keep getting up two and three times a night going to the bathroom. I'm healed, I'm whole, and I'm strong in Jesus' name. He says, no, son, you're going to have to keep dealing with that. Okay, Lord. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, and if you're not able to say that, if you just want to continue to say, well, you know something, no, Lord, I'm upset with you, and I ain't going to be a believer no more, and I ain't going to go to church no more, I ain't paying no more money because I, I said it and it ain't come to pass, then guess what? That's got to be your decision. That's the power of being a part of the body of Christ. You have the power to make the choice. Here we go. Watch what it does. Meditate. Here's another one. Another translation. Emphasized Bible, the emphasized, emphasized Bible. It says, but in the law of Yahweh is his delight, and in his law does he talk with himself day and night. Convince yourself about this word. Meditate on it. If I wake up in the middle of the night, go to bed, go back to sleep meditating on the word. Go back to sleep reciting your affirmations. Go back to sleep talking to the Lord about how great he is, what awesome things he's doing, the covering of your family. Let me tell you something. You change your communication, your, watch this, your external communication, change your internal communication. Change what you say to yourself. Say, change what you think about. You are thinking about the negative way too much, and it will have an impact on your body. I was going to post 
a um, meditation, a meditation video. It's only about three minutes, but it was bringing up another religion as the uh, symbol of the meditation, and I didn't want to post it on the Mount Enon page. However, you better understand the, the things that they were saying, how it impacts your body, what uh, 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 releases when you meditate, the power that is released inside your body, the capability, the healing virtue that's released in your body when you believe. You better understand how powerful it is for you to believe. And in the book it says that you ought to meditate on the scripture. And the key is, do you believe it? Do you believe these things? The Bible says in, in, in Psalm number one, if you meditate on this stuff day and night, you're going to be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. You're going to bring forth fruit in your season. Your leaves are not going to wither. And whatsoever, good God Almighty, whatever you do, you cannot let that slip by. Whatever you do is going to prosper. And you're not doing it just for the sake of being able to exploit God. Try to use God's power, as Samson did, and toy with the power of God. Here we go. Help me, Holy Ghost. It says, if we confess, first scripture, first John chapter one, verse number nine. Thank you, Holy Ghost. First John chapter one, verse number nine. It says, if we confess our sins, you got to confess it first. He is faithful. Thank you, God. Listen to his, his attributes, his character. He is faithful in what? Righteous. To do what? Forgive us of our sins. Now, again, I could spend the rest of the night just talking about you understanding that when you confess it, and that's and I'm talking about you are sincerely confessing it, you're not just confessing and then you know you're going to turn around and do it again. You are confessing and you are turning around from it, not a 360, a 180. 180 is going back in the opposite direction. 360, you just turned all the way around and came back to the exact same direction, and you're doing the same thing over and over again. And in the name of Jesus, I bind my prayers with those who have power. In the name of Jesus that's on this call, and every person that is continually go back to the same sin over and over and over again, and then acknowledging that that is sin, and continue, we break it in the name of Jesus. We bind that up in the name of Jesus, and we lose, watch this, a steadfastness in its place. Steadfastness, steadfastness for the things of God. The mind, of, we lose the mind of Christ in your life. You will not continue to do the same thing over and over again and call yourself a Christian. You will not continue to do the same thing over and over again and then uh, play with the, the, the seriousness of the body of Christ as if God is a joke. We bind it in the name Lord Jesus. And we lose the spirit of God in your life. We lose a, a yearning. You didn't even know you had it. A yearning in your life for the things of God. Here we go. Keep it moving. He is faithful. He is righteous to forgive us of our sins. Watch this. And to cleanse us from, from what? I put little brackets. I put little quotations around mine. All unrighteousness. There's nothing that can come in my life. I got a word today. Somebody called me. And they said, you know what? They said more things, but it's one of the things that the enemy recognizes he can't get to you. They said a whole lot of other stuff, but one of the things they said, the enemy recognizes. Now, now again, you, you know, you can, you can give credence to it or you don't. The thing you've got to recognize is that folks will realize the enemy, that's why you can say some of the things that you can say, and you're not afraid. Why? The enemy cannot get to you. Because you can get to the level where you have that kind of confidence. It doesn't matter if I get sick. It doesn't matter if I have death in the family. It doesn't matter if I break, watch this, if I break the, the nozzle off the water. That's what I did out front. I had to shut the water down, break the whole nozzle off. So now I can't turn the water on or off. It's just a pipe sticking out the wall. Oh, but, but if you're a, a real believer, that kind of stuff doesn't happen. That life still goes on. A pencil lead breaks. You get a flat tire. A family member gets set out. It's thing, life still goes on. So you got to understand, listen, that does not deter me from my faith in God. 
So when it says meditate, this is what you got to meditate on. Meditate on the scripture. Know that God, he cleanses you from all unrighteousness. There's some stuff that came to me, but it couldn't get on me. Why? Because I've got this body, this body that's saturated in the blood, this body that's saturated, this mind, this spirit is saturated in the things of God. When I would want to forget, good God Almighty, I want to move on. I want to do this. I want to do that. Uh-uh. Can't do it. Why? I'm saturated in the things of God. Come on, somebody. Watch this. Next one. Next scripture. Galatians. Did I, I, I think I gave it to you. John 1, 9. 1 John 1, 9. Now we're moving on. Galatians chapter 5, verse number 1. We want to spend a little time right here. <laughs> because this is where a lot of believers, they call themselves believers, but, but they deal with this area real quick. Watch this. I'm going to read it to you. It says, it was for, for freedom that Christ set us free. It was for freedom. Hold on, and let me get it in my multiple translations. I'm, I'm using the knowing Jesus. Knowing Jesus, what is it called? Bible.knowing-jesus.com. Bible.knowing-jesus.com. So I call it because at the top it says knowing Jesus, and I believe, let me, let me do it in Google real quick. I'm just going to punch in. So if that's the way you want to look it up, knowing Jesus, and I'm going to put .com and see what comes up. If you just put in knowingjesus.com, that, that particular one, knowing-jesus, uh-oh. Let me see if that's a different one, because that does look like it's different. Knowingjesus.com. Let me see. No. Oh, okay, it's just a different area. It's a different area of the same web website, and then you can uh, touch the Bible. If you touch on the Bible, and then it breaks down, and let me see. Okay, well, you can get to it that way, too. So it'll open it up, and I didn't realize that it has all these other things. I'm going to have to explore it. But the way I use it is I use it under the da, 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 Bible Psalms. I use it under the Bible, the Bible area of that. And I, and I do this because what, what's supposed to be happening with the believer, you have got to study. And I want to give you all the resources. Why? Because people are going to beat you down about how fake the Bible is. Yes, I understand that the Bible is watered down. The King James Bible is watered down. The King James Bible has been translated so many times that people take the power. They try to take the power away from it. Let me tell you something. I know it's been translated in many different uh, uh, translations. I realize the character of King James was uh, uh, was uh, skeptical or, or people have issues with who he was as a person. So how are you going to use what he translated because he wasn't the right kind of person to translate? Let me tell you something. God would not let this word filter down to us. The people who he loved, who he gave his son for, and allow us to, again, have a, a, a Bible that has no power. I told the individual, listen, I know that my mama's sweet potatoes taste good because I tasted them. I put them in my mouth. I moved them around. I chewed on them, and I swallowed them. I know they taste good. Then guess what? I know that this scripture works. I know that this Bible works because I have tried it. I've had this relationship with him. I've seen him show up in awesome, awesome ways. And when he shows up, guess what? He does exactly what he said he was going to do. Thank you, God. And that's what you've got to find out. Here it is. Um, Galatians, watch this. And I'm going to punch this in to the Knowing Jesus website. Uh, what did I say? Galatians. Okay. Five. Verse number one. Help me, Holy Ghost. You got to go through what you got to go through. Here we go. An understandable version. Watch this. Understandable version. It says, Christ set us free from condemnation under the law of Moses. This is, this is the understandable version. Christ set us free from condemnation under the law of Moses. Now, you've got all these folks that are still claiming the law of Moses, and nobody can keep the law. 
You will get yourself into some serious trouble if you try to say before God that you are going to keep the law. So, I'm reading in the scripture, understandable version, Galatians chapter 5, verse number 1. So we could stay free. This is what he did. He set us free so we could stay free. Remain where you are then. Because when you read it out of the King James, you might get confused. And don't, and don't say, King James, and, and, and I don't understand it, and this is it. Listen, get other translations, break it down, pray before, pray before you do anything. Ask God to help you to understand. He gives that wisdom. He gives that knowledge and that understanding liberally in a braid of not. He does not make it hard for you to get. If you sit before him and you ask him, King James says, Stand steadfast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free. And be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. The translation in the book, again, it was, it was for freedom that Christ set us free. Therefore, keep standing firm and do not be subject again to the yoke of slavery. What is it saying? God has set us free. In the understandable version, it says that law set us free from what? The law of Moses. So we could stay free. Remain where you are then, and do not get entangled up again, watch this, in the enslaving harness of the law of Moses. Don't, it says don't do it. Use the blood sacrifice. Use the, if, you want, if you want commandments to keep, then keep the commandment. Love God with everything that's in you. Love your neighbor as yourself. He breaks it down that way. He says, if you want the commandments, do it this way. Thank you, God. Here it is. Watch this. Look what he calls it. The yoke of slavery. The yoke of slavery. In the Amplified, it says, and do not be hampered and held ensnared and submit again to the yoke of slavery, which you have once, which you have once put off. So here it is. You're not striving. Again, that's why I'm saying, please, some folks are beating themselves up and making Christianity hard. You are supposed to be enjoying life and doing what God says. Listen, you learn how to. Uh, if you ever watch, you, you don't watch ninjas. When the ninja fights, this is that, that karate man, and, and he's a, the ultimate karate man, and he moves around in your house, and you won't even know that he's in your house. He could be in the room with you, and he don't even have to puff air out. You can't hear him breathing. You don't even sense him. Why? Because he's a ninja. But you don't see him sweating. He's got his face covered and everything, his whole body covered with the ninja suit. But guess what? You don't see him sweat because he controls all of that. And you've got to get into a point where you're not a super overly thinking things. You are a super confident person in the abilities of God. Thank you, God. You just always thank you, God. You realize that wasn't you. I did a dress for success today. I was up in Baltimore. I did a dress for success. And the people say, well, you were this and you were that. You did this. Job. You did a good job. You just really, you can tell that you are passionate about this. And guess what? I go out in the hallway. God, thank you. Thank you, God. It's all God. It's him. You got to acknowledge that. And when you're confident and you're comfortable and you're doing your thing, let me tell you something. It's time to give God the glory. And when you have, watch this, that peace that surpasses un, all understanding, you better understand that peace belongs to God, and he gave you some. Thank you, God. Here's a question when it comes to the yoke of slavery. How much, how much, how much you have been enslaved to appreciate being free? Now, I don't care whether that slavery was a slave to the, the, to the um, what were they saying, the, um, the law or a slave to sin. No matter what it was, how much you be or how much, I wrote this out and, and I'm botching it. Hold on two seconds. I think it would be better how long should you be enslaved 
or how long should you be out of slavery to appreciate how long must you be in slavery? Oh, okay, okay, I get it now. I wrote it and then I botched it. <laughs> Help me, God. How long do you have to be enslaved either to the law or to sin in order for you to appreciate you being free? See, some folks, again, I think they have to go back into slavery, whether it's enslaved to the law or in slavery to sin. They got to go back into slavery because you're not appreciating being free. That you, again, that now you are set free, you are still dwelling on the past. You are still trying to work your way or deed your way, doing so many good deeds that this warrants. No, no, no. This is a free gift from God. God so loved the world that he what? He gave us a gift. And that gift is called Jesus. Flip the page. Top of the next page. First John we were in First John before, weren't we? Yep. Chapter 1. Uh, chapter 1 again. I just realized that. Now we're going to verse 6 and 7. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Verse 6 and 7. Now, again, what's got to happen? That you've got to put what you learn, you've got to apply. Application is, again, a part of my ministry. That, folks, you've got to do more than just James chapter 1, verse 22. James chapter 1, verse 22. Go there real quick. James chapter 1, verse 22, watch what it says. And I'm reading in the New American, okay, I said search. Okay, it says here, but prove yourself. This is New American Standard Bible. But prove yourself doers of the word, not merely hearers. You've got to be doers of the word, not merely hearers who delude themselves. Watch this. They delude themselves. King James says, deceiving your own self. You're not, you're not deceiving me. I'm not tricked. I'm not even thinking about whether you really believe it or not. I'm teaching what I got to teach and praying that it impacts you to the level that you walk it out. I'm not trying to think, well, well whether this person, I, I'm not the judge. Some people love being in that position, judging other people, why they do what they do, like you really know. Do you have a crystal ball? Do you have some way of telling? Did God give you, is your, watch this, is your discerning spirit so you can point out other people's fault? Is that why God gave you a discerning spirit? That she ain't real? He's fake? He's a liar? Oh, God gave me a discernment that you're a liar. Okay, what, what good does that do? How does that help? This person, oh, 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 she, she's crazy. I can discern when a person's real. Okay, what is it doing? See, again, your job, what is your assignment? What is God giving you? If you're an intercessor, good God Almighty, if you're an intercessor, you're not pointing out the problem, you're praying about the problem. That's your assignment. Thank you, God. And when people bring it up, and I don't care how many times they bring it up, I hear it. And when you hear it, what do you have to do? You've got to, listen, especially if I'm this person's uh, confidant, especially if this person, I know they give what I say some credence to themselves. They say that what he says is important. Then I can try to help them. Listen, get on track. Become a warrior, a prayer warrior. Do warfare in the spirit against that evil spirit that causes that person to lie. I bind up in the name of Jesus. They don't even know it. I bind that lying spirit, and I loose the truth. Don't leave it. Don't leave it empty. Bind in, and then don't lose something. It says bind and loose. Do warfare. Here it is. I'm listening to it. And this person, you've been walking in the walking with the Lord all this time. Listen, get free. There's something that's still bounding you that makes you want to rehearse other people's problem or your own problem. Listen, I'm free from that. Well, you ain't never do nothing. Yeah, I did something wrong, but it's gone. And if God forgetting it, I'm trying to forget it too. When it come back to my remembrance, I'm praying for somebody else that they get free from that. I release it in the name of Jesus. I renounce it in the name of Jesus. Here we go. Keep it moving. Watch what it says. Application. James chapter 1, verse 22. 
I don't have a particular uh, Bible verse, so I read it in the, uh, I think I read it in the Amplified. Uh, Here we go. It says, but be ye doers of the word. Obey the message. And be not merely listeners to it. Betraying yourself into deception by reasoning contrary, reasoning contrary to the truth. Here it is, you're debating back and forth. You're reasoning within yourself about the truth of the Bible. I know it seems crazy some of the things it says you are able to do, but I'm telling you, you have got to old taste and see that the Lord is good. And when you do it, don't do it your way and then say God's way don't work. you got to do it God's way. Somebody give you the recipe to, uh, we talked about sweet potatoes, so let's leave it on the sweet potatoes. So how to make those sweet potatoes come out right, they give you the recipe. You do the recipe your way because when they said it their way, that looked like it's going to be too sweet. That looks like it's not going to be... Uh, those potatoes, the way they said cut them, is going to be too thick. You make yours thinner. You said it's going to be too sweet, so you cut the amount of sugar or the amount of jelly that you put in it, and then it don't come out right, and now you're trying to say that their recipe don't work. Mm-mm, I tried her recipe. It, nah, it doesn't turn out right. No, you didn't do it the way they, she said do it. If you want to do it and work this thing the way God said do it, you got to do it God's way. And let me tell you something. You can't play around with this confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. When you believe it in your heart, let me tell you something. This is sinking down to the level of your deep thoughts. These are the principles in which you stand. This is your deep thoughts. And when it sinks down to that level, then you'll start to see that what God said you're going to do, that you can do, and that he will do, it happens. Watch what it says here. First John chapter 1, okay, and I want to go there in the, in the uh, now I'm going to Bible Gateway. First John chapter what? 1, verse 6 and 7. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Yeah, I punched it in. I ain't pull up the whole thing. Go right to it and let's deal with it. If we say that we have fellowship with him, and walk in darkness, we lie. We say we got fellowship with him, but you're walking in darkness, then we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. You know what I'm going to say. D-Y-B-I. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? If you don't believe it, then let me tell you something. You didn't confess with your mouth. You do not believe in your heart, and that's why it's not activated. And if that's what you need to listen, I say it all the time. Why? Because that's where the journey begins. Confess with your mouth, believe in your heart, and I am cleansed. It's gone. Yes, that's the fiery darts that the enemy talks about. The Bible talks about it in Ephesians chapter 6, that the enemy, your faith is able to quench. Good God Almighty. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Your faith is able to quench all the fiery darts of the enemy. All he's doing is shooting the same dart over and over and over again. At the same spot, and let me tell you something, when he wears it out, he's aiming right at your heart. He's aiming right at your heart, your deep thoughts, and he wants to keep you in your past. He wants to keep you in the negative. He wants to keep you, and there is no hope in God. You better understand God wins, and the people of God win. Oh, it looks bad. Oh, it looks bad. But you better read that Bible, and you better understand, every time it really looked bad, God showed up. When the woman's a child died, God showed up. When the people got to the edge of the uh, water and the mountains was on both sides, Pharaoh was coming up behind, God showed up. When there were wars after wars after wars and they were outnumbered, they were outskilled, and guess what? God showed up. David with the lion and the bear, God showed up. David in front of Goliath, God showed up. Daniel in the lion's den, God showed up. Jonah with his disobedient self trying to do his own thing, God showed up. 
you better understand that God is not only showing up, he's already here. That's a beautiful song. I don't know what the whole song is. He's already here. I loved it when I first heard it, and I heard those lyrics, and they started talking about he's already here. He's already here. He's already here. You better sink, sink that thing deep into your spirit. You better grab a hold of that one scripture and go to bed meditating on it. God, I am cleansed in the name of Jesus from my past. I am cleansed from every sin by the blood of Jesus. I accept your blood sacrifice of your son. You better meditate on it day and night. I'm telling you to God's truth. He will make you like a tree. Listen, folks will come to you and pull off of your tree, and they will be, watch this, inspired by what they get from you. Why? Some folks, they're already inspired. They come to you, good God Almighty, they come to you and partake of what you are giving, and you can't take off of it yourself. Help me, God. They're taking from you, and they're saying, wow, I'm believing what you're saying, and you don't believe what you're saying. How does God, now you're going to tell me that God ain't awesome? <laughs> He's going to let folks get something from you, come back and confess to you that what you said, what you wrote, helped me, and you telling them, you're telling somebody else that I, I'm having problems with this, I'm having problems with that. How folks getting from you? and being blessed by what you give them, and you not take it. Good God Almighty. You know that has to be an awesome God. That's either awesome God or somebody lying. I believe it's an awesome God. I'm not amazed if they say, wow, you really helped us. Yeah, it's supposed to happen that way. Why? Because I'm operating in the spirit of God. Oh, you did good. No, I'm not being arrogant. I'm just being boastful about how good God is. Oh, I almost missed my turn, but God taps me on the shoulder. Boom, he tapped me again. I'm expect I, Now I get to the point where I'm expecting it. I don't want to just be like, you know, nonchalantly not paying attention at all, but at times I get to doing something. Next you know, yeah, it's your turn. Wow, thank you, God. Sometimes it's a lot. How, what is it? I got an internal GPS? No, I got God inside. You better know it. Watch what it says over and over and over again, and that's what you've got to say, and you've got to apply. How do you apply it? You know what it says? Nope, I ain't going to go there because I see it right down there. That is a no. I'll get to it next week. I'll, I'll talk about it. Watch this. This is what you want to meditate on. The last part, 1 John chapter 1, verse 6 and 7. I guess this is in the seventh part because the number is not on the, on the page, but it says what? Uh... We have fellowship with one another. Stop talking about your fingers. Stop talking about your toes. You talk about anybody in the body of Christ. You're talking about yourself. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us. That's where I want to end it at. It cleanses us from all sin. Sin past, sin present, sin future. No, no, no. Why you got to deal with that? We're talking about spiritual warfare because you're weapon is tainted your weapon is tainted is not the word i'm looking for your 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 weapon has issues your weapon watch this is not clear in order for it to go through you and impact somebody else you cannot be contaminated with sin you got sin thoughts all the time, and you don't deal with them properly because you don't believe that you're cleansed, so you're still under the power of sin. Sin has no power over me. I'm going to tell you what has power over me, me. When I get out of the mind of Christ and I get in the mind of the flesh, that's when you start running into problems. That's when you start running into problems. I want to end right there, folks. I'm going to put it in the book, God willing. That's November. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. I didn't say nothing about Halloween. I didn't. I mean, I'm not celebrating, but it it just came to mind that today is the 31st. Uh, November. Ooh, where is that? November the 7th. Amen. November the 7th. God willing, um, we will meet here again. I want to tell you, if you joined late um, and you like to listen to the podcast, they are saying that T-Mobile and Metro P 
PCS um, has started charging their customers one cent per minute to dial most free podcast phone numbers. So, um, again, it's only 60 cents because our session is one hour, 6.30 to 7.30, so that would be one cent per minute. That would be 60 cents. Uh, however, I, I needed you to know that, so if you start to see it on your bill and you're listening to the podcast, that's the reason why. Again, I, it's a thing called meditation. I pray that you really get into it. You're going to find out that there's great, great benefits of your meditation. And when you add the spiritual side, the divine side to it, um, and tap into what God says meditate on, let me tell you something. It's going to blow your mind. It is going to blow your mind. I pray that you meditate on the word of God. Amen. God bless you. God willing, I'll talk to you next week. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.